Get ready for an eargasm as you listen to unsolicited advice from that chick you know, and that chick you know would be me, India L. Trotter. Sit back, relax, and get ready for a full dose of real talk. Enjoy the podcast, and note, this podcast is for mature audiences only. Hello, 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 everyone. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, hello. Hi. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome and thanks for joining in and listening to my podcast, Unsolicited Advice from That Chick You Know. And That Chick You Know would be me, moi, India L. Trotter, or in the French version, India L. Trottois. <laughs> anyway, anywho, I'm in a silly mood. But um, this is really not going to be a silly podcast. This is going to be quite serious, if you will. You know, I try to stay out of the political arena because, you know, my listeners are diverse. And everyone's entitled to their own political beliefs, um, their own I guess, moral compass, if you will, when it comes to politics. But as of recently, just sitting back and watching the circus, if you will, you can't help but notice the big elephant in the room. And that big elephant in the room with the fake tan and the comb over happens to be none other than the Republican Party's Donald Trump. And I feel like There's so much to be said on him that I am willing to forgo my own personal, I guess, restrictions, if you will, about talking about politics just to talk about him and his antics. So, as I said before, this podcast, albeit that I was in a silly mood, is not going to be silly. It's going to be very serious because the future of our country depends upon it. So folks, I need you to listen up. First and foremost, before we even really get into this podcast, can we just take one note that Donald Trump has never served in any political arena. He has never held any office None. So can we just start there? I mean, this fool wasn't even class president at Fordham University or when he transferred to the Wharton School of Business here at the University of Pennsylvania in my city, Philadelphia. This man hasn't won any awards, didn't win any honors. He actually was floated so far under the radar that not only does the administration not remember him, But his classmates don't remember him. So from 1966 to 1968, when he was supposed to be a student at the University of Pennsylvania, Wharton's Business School, he was MIA, non-existent, and definitely not running for anyone's class president. And when you listen to the uneducated things that he spews, it makes it very easy to understand that this gentleman definitely played hooky. And while money 
can buy you an education, good people, please do not let his money buy this country. We are not, unlike his education, for sale. Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. We have enough racial divide in our country today without bringing in a presidential candidate who is so quick to create divisiveness by saying such vile and disrespectful things about any people. But the Mexican people are my people. I have family members who are Mexican. And not for anything, Mexico is my favorite place to go. Like, I love me some Cancun, but I digress. The point I'm making here is that the Mexican citizens here in the United States are U.S. citizens. Because like us, they have helped build this country. They are more than just the worker. They are our neighbors. They are our friends. They are our family members. They are U.S. citizens. And they are not these border hoppers that Donald Trump is trying to imply that all Mexican citizens are. They're not criminals. They're not all rapists. They're not who does, who takes a category of people and puts them in this bucket and makes it all of them. No, nobody does that but a racist. Did I mention that, and albeit it was back in the 70s, 19, I want to say 1973, and then three years later, 1976. Yeah, that's three years later, I could add. <laughs> um, but did I mention that Trump's company, Trump Management Corporation, was sued by the Justice Department, not once but twice, for alleged racial discrimination against black people? The basis of the suit is that Trump and his, his uh, management company would not lease to black folks. Well, black folks and Latinos, people of color. They were told that either there were no um, apartments available or they were provided with different um, leasing requirements, leasing and rental requirements. So his management company was sued, not once, but again, twice, and they settled out of court. So it sounds like there, there was some merit to it. Um, he did sue. I'm going to give him credit. He did sue the Justice Department for $100 million for defamation. Um, but he didn't win that. Huh. Just something to think about. Okay, let's move on. Here's a tidbit. Donald Trump's clothing line, the Donald J. Trump line, is made in Mexico. So not only is he a racist, one might call him a hypocrite. How can we as a people essentially think that Donald Trump or Trump, whichever one, how can we think that he can effectively continue the good business dynamics and relationships that we have with foreign countries, no less, when this man can't even keep his business partnerships with well-known companies. Macy's, NBC, 
Universal, Univision, and Serta have all severed ties, business ties, with Donald Trump based on things he's said, done, and probably will continue to say and do. So riddle me this. If you cannot keep a good standing business relationship with a department store, no less, then how the heck are you going to hold any type of discussions with Russia? Like, how does that work? Reverend Al is a con man. You know, tells people I'm going to pick at you if you don't give. I mean, this guy is a con man. Did he, did he just come for Reverend Al Sharpton? Oh, hell no. Okay, does anyone know who David Duke is? No? Nobody? Anybody? Anybody know who David Duke is? Well, let me tell you who David Duke is. David Duke is an American white nationalist, anti-Semitic, conspiracy theorist, who just so happens to have been a politician and a former Grand Wizard of the KKK. And if you don't know what the KKK is, it's the Ku Klux Klan. And the KKK, or the Klan, is basically an extremist, white supremacy, white nationalism, anti-immigration, I guess, um, right-wing extremist group. And they basically have forced their ideals on anyone who has opposed them through terroristic acts. And that goes back to cross burnings, hangings, riots, things of that nature. This is what this group is all about. So, anywho, David Duke used to be the Grand Wizard of said KKK. And guess who he endorsed? No, just guess. One guess. He endorsed none other than our Donald Trump. And the interesting aspect about the fact that he endorsed him is not that he endorsed him because let's let's be clear, anyone can endorse you. But the fact that Donald Trump has refused to condemn the white supremacists who are campaigning for him says a lot. And if you don't hear what it's saying, then you're deaf. Because this shit is loud and clear. Okay, so I mentioned foreign policy a little bit earlier when I was speaking about how Trump would be able to deal with Russia. And it's very interesting that Vladimir Putin, who is Russia's president, actually has praised Trump. They have like this little bromance going. And it's interesting because they both have the same beliefs when it comes to immigration and it comes to Muslims. But what Trump doesn't realize is that Vladimir Putin has a proven track record. And so one day, should Donald Trump become president, he may and foreseeably will say the wrong thing. And he has no idea 
what he's dealing with or he's overlooking what he's dealing with. Because if I recall, Vladimir Putin is the same man who when speaking about ISIS said that to forgive terrorists is up to God. To send them to him is up to me. This man is no game. And Donald Trump is not prepared to play in this arena. He is going to say some slick shit and we all are going to die. Okay, so maybe we're not all going to die. But just know, some shit is going to go down. I haven't even begun to talk about Donald Trump's disrespect to women. <laughs> now, the shit is funny, but it's not funny because he tweeted something out that said, if Hillary Clinton can't satisfy her husband, what makes her think she can satisfy America? Now, it's funny, but for real? Is that what we're doing, Donald Trump? Like, are you that threatened by women? I feel like his mother used to, like, abuse him as a child. Like, maybe she was demeaning to him. Maybe she didn't allow him to speak or whatever. Because the way that he treats women is just so sexist. Like, he refers to them as bimbos. He talks about their looks. He talks about their weight. He talks about, he just says a lot of mean things. And I'm like, was his mom short, fat, and ugly? I mean, like, what what is it that makes him so venomous towards women? And yet, and still, you look at these rallies, and you got women standing around supporting this motherfucker. And he is never, ever, ever going to be concerned about any women's rights. So any rights that you thought you had, you can kiss those goodbye. Those will be out the window because he only sees women as objects and we will never, never, ever, ever be his equal. Would it be a shocker if I told you that Donald Trump was against nationwide marriage equality? Really? Would it be a shocker to you? And basically for anyone who does not know what that means, it just means that he is against gay and lesbian marriage. Hmm. Would you expect otherwise? So let's see. Donald Trump has managed to offend blacks, Latinos, women, gay and lesbians, and a myriad of other groups. And yet this man is still in the forefront and a forerunner for the Republican Party. Can you tell me how that, how that works? Can you tell me how something like that happens? Does it open your eyes up to the fact that there are still racial issues in America? Not just racial issues, but issues of equality when it comes to gender and sexuality. There are so many red flags that are being risen during this whole ordeal, during this whole candidacy, during this race. Open your eyes, people. Open your eyes, America. It is so important for every 
last one of us to get out and vote for what matters. Because the people who you see supporting Donald Trump, because this motherfucker is a chump. He is a bully. He's a backyard bully. And I've told you about backyard bullies in some of my other podcasts. But he's a backyard bully. And we can't let him bully his way into a position that will be detrimental to this entire country. So it is imperative that everybody gets out and votes. Because it really, albeit though it appears that it's a huge and vast amount of people who are supporting this man, it really isn't. And it is our responsibility, the men, the women, the blacks, the Latinos, the Asian population, everyone here, in a, if you are an American citizen and you are concerned about your rights, it is your duty to get out and make sure that this man does not make it into office. I don't care who you vote for, but I know who you should not vote for. And normally I'm pretty liberal. Like I'm like, you know, you vote for who you want to vote for. But in this particular case, I am imploring you to not vote for this fucking idiot. Don't do it. By the way, I have so many friends, Muslim friends. This is no different than someone saying, oh, by the way, some of my best friends are black. Is, it, is this guy fucking serious? Is he serious? <laughs> 42% of the people are in favor of me because they want to have our country be safe again. 42% of what people? What, what is Donald Trump talking about? He hasn't even been able to get the full support of his entire party, let alone be able to rally 42% of any people. So I would like to know who was polled. Like, who did you ask that said that they felt like Donald Trump could make our country safer? This man is reckless. He's reckless in his speech. He's reckless in his actions. I'm not going to say like everyone else that I'm moving to Canada if he gets into office, but understand there is nothing about Donald Trump that screams safe. You know, I said that I wasn't going to move to Canada. But when I think about it, if Donald Trump should win the presidency of the United States, I just might have to. I would feel safer. And I like Montreal. They speak French there. <laughs> oh, Canada. I think I have said quite enough about Donald Trump or Donald Trump or Donald Trump the chump, whatever you want to call him. I have said enough. I have had enough of him. I have said enough. It's time for me to move on to brighter and more fun-filled topics. And so... I just, again, implore you all to make sure you get out and vote because before we say you're hired to this man, we need to say Donald Trump in your very own words. You're fired. 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 You're fired.
Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Advice from That Chick You Know. And if you'd like to hear more from me, That Chick You Know, please follow me on Instagram or Twitter at IndyTrot, I-N-D-Y-T-R-O-T, or like me on Facebook, India L. Trotter.